Cal McNelly here. Welcome to Screening for Meaning. Welcome back, everybody, to Screening for Meaning. Thank you again for joining us here today. Very excited to be with you. The movie we're going to talk about this week is King Richard, starring Will Smith. Uh, It's about the uh, upbringing and eventual uh, rise to fame of the Williams sisters in the tennis, pro-tennis world. Very exciting. Uh, It won a lot of awards. It's been in in the news a lot this week. For a lot of reasons, probably probably not actually related to the film, right? Everybody, I'm sure, has seen the infamous now event where Will Smith, the star of this film, at the biggest night in movies of the entire year, the Academy Awards. And Will Smith, the main actor in this film, he went up and he slapped Chris Rock, who was one of the... Uh, presenters of awards at this show. He slapped him on live TV and uh, cursed at him after a joke that Chris Rock said about Will Smith's wife. So I want to talk a little bit about that to begin, even though it's not quite the movie itself, but I just think it's such an important cultural moment that we had to talk about it. The first thing is to look at the background in which it takes place. The Oscars are basically irrelevant. No one watches them. It's an award show that used to recognize the you know, best, well, most well-made, the movies with the best soundtrack, best actors, those type of things. And it still, on its surface, does that. But if that's the only thing it was doing, it would still be popular. But it's not now, because now it's used by celebrities and famous actors and directors to sound off when they win an award, to sound off and take a uh, political stance or, you know, make some comment that's not, never actually related to their award and the thing that they actually are up there for they don't talk about those things anymore these award shows in general right so it's the oscars are one of many that of these type of shows that people don't watch anymore that used to be an important part of our culture but are not at this point and so people were not really talking about the oscars for any other reason if you win an oscar now it's kind of within that circle of famous actors and directors but it doesn't really affect the modern culture anymore. People just, you know, they like they like movies. Sure, movies still are an important industry, and people pay a lot of money to go to movie theaters and, and subscribe to streaming services, to to streaming services and other parts, other ways to interact with movies. But the award shows themselves are not as important anymore. So people are talking about this event because of this violence, the slap on stage. And it kind of brought him back into the spotlight. And, you know, I, my general take on it is that I don't like violence. I don't think, uh, especially two people you know and a lot of people look up to. I remember growing up watching uh, I Am Legend and thinking how cool Will Smith was. And, or I, Robot, and he's the detective and he's solving the case. And, you know, he's this tough guy and he's, you know, got the guns and held it, you know, fighting off these robots and stuff. And he's very cool. He's an impressive guy. He's tall, handsome, athletic, you know, a great, a lot of people, someone a lot of people look up to. And to see him attack another very famous comedian who's had a great career, 
Chris Rock on stage for a joke, I don't think is good in any way. I don't, I don't, I don't approve of that. Some people were talking about honor culture and things like that, and he shouldn't have insulted his wife. And I think that's part of being in this part of the territory when you're a famous person. You have to have these things, and I, no one, I'm sure, loves having their wife be the butt of a joke on national television. I, I, I guess I understand that it was a sensitive. She was making fun of her hair and. Uh, Mill Smith's wife has alopecia, which it, it causes hair loss. And so she took a special offense to Chris Rock's joke. And that's why Will Smith felt like he had to go hit her. I mean, hit Chris Rock. So, but what the thing that really struck me, and I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this, is the way in which Will Smith approached, you know, he was about, he when he, the moment where he realized he was about to go do this thing on national television, he was going to go and hit Chris Rock because of the joke. We, people were reacting to when, when Chris Rock first did the joke initially, Will Smith laughed. He thought it was funny. He was laughing and then he looked over at his wife, saw that she was not laughing and then got up with a smile still on his face as he's walking up on the stage to, towards Chris Rock and Chris Rock is smiling back at him. I don't think Chris Rock knows it's coming. I don't think he sees the violence or what's about to happen to him. And Will Smith is significantly larger than Chris Rock. Chris Rock is not as tall. And so he allows Will Smith to get close to him. And Will Smith, he doesn't punch him, he slaps him. And then with a, with a smile still kind of on his face, and then turns around and there's a quick shot of with Chris Rock holding his face and Will Smith walking back, he rebuttons his jacket and and he still has a kind of a smile on his face and I just was struck in that moment. Maybe this is just a me thing, but I when if I am super excited about something or especially angry, it's hard for me not to show that in my face, in my demeanor and posture and everything. Every it all changes if I'm angry. And for Will Smith, it like didn't. He was like laughing. He was obviously angry. You could tell by the way he yelled after he sat down. And, you know, I don't think you would do this type of thing if you were not overcome with emotion. But it wasn't, it was not as if he was, he was showing it. He, he kind of, he, he allured Chris Rock in with his, with his smile. And it seemed to be he was going to come up there and say something funny on the mic, but he didn't. He hit him. And I think that's kind of representative, actually, of a lot of our culture today, and especially media in general. I think a lot of people are afraid, or media companies are afraid to show the things that they have hidden maybe behind their back, like a hand. What are they actually trying to do with the media they're creating, with the content they're making? So they'll put on this face, and we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago with Turning Red, the Disney Pixar's new film. I do think there are some subversive themes inside of it, but it's underneath a layer of animation and this big fluffy panda. But it's hidden. You don't see that. And even if you watch the previews, you're not going to know that the theme is you should disobey your parents and try to be something completely yourself and you throw all the traditions of your family away. You wouldn't know that. You, you, it, there's no way the previews would show anything like that. But when you get in the movie and you've already bought it, that's what you get. So in the same way that Will Smith was hiding his anger, his animosity towards Chris Rock with the smiling face 
I think the media does and the movie industry do the same thing with the average consumer. And I think we need to, as a society, how much longer are we going to accept that smiling face? How much longer are we going to take this content that is subversive in nature in nature and literally hits us in the face? How 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 much longer are we going to take that? I don't think as a society we should accept violence at our award shows or we should s- accept media and content for our family that s- hurts us in different ways. I don't think we should accept either of those. That's not healthy. We should be able to have disputes, make jokes, talk about hard ideas without resorting to violence or having to cover up our true intentions when we're presenting a piece of media for us to enjoy. That's not a healthy thing that societies do. Honesty is so important. It's so important if you can't be honest about what your actual intentions are or what the content of your movie or article or video, whatever it may be, is, then you shouldn't make it. You shouldn't make it. And that's something important and something I think is worth talking about. And I think, I don't know if, I don't think Will Smith was trying to be an avatar for the entire movie and news and media industry, but in a way he was, and he is a product of that, of that part of society. And I think maybe probably unwillingly he became a representative of it in that moment. So I think that's worth talking about. You're listening to Screening for Meaning on 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. And so we're going to get into the movie a little bit more here and some of the themes that are kind of present. I think first, to kind of tie it in with the Oscars talk before, I think I went into this movie, you know, I I wasn't sure what to expect because some of the movies like this one, who has been given all these awards, Academy Award, Golden, Golden Globe, NAACP Image Award, AFI movie of the year. I mean, it's it's pretty decked out in titles and certificates, and it, people really like this movie, or the critics do. But there's some of those movies that get these type of awards. I don't know if you remember a couple years ago there was this movie called The Shape of Water. It was basically about this woman's relationship with like a fish man type thing, completely ridiculous. But it won all these awards, and so you know you never know going into these. Movies when you're gonna watch them, okay. You know what are the what what is this really gonna be like? And I was actually impressed. I really enjoyed the movie. I think Will Smith is a good actor, and I didn't completely buy his. I, I didn't think it was maybe the greatest performance of all time. And if it won all these awards, you maybe would think it would be, but it was fine. I think he he did a good job with the character. It was not like himself. It, you know, it didn't seem like Will Smith. I kind of, the makeup I thought was a little bit suspect, to be quite honest. It didn't look like the older man he was trying to play in the best way, I don't think. He's a very young, uh, or at least, you know, he's not young anymore, but he, he has a young face and he looks very much still like he was playing in I Am Legend or I Robot or some of those, his more, his, some of his famous films. He still looks like that. You know, he still looks like he'd go play those roles today. And so I was kind of, kind of on the fence about that but I think the story itself is very cool and I think it actually does a really great job and I don't think it was trying to do this but it shows you the ins and outs of the tennis community and what it takes to be great at that level you have to start out at a very young age you can't you can't wait around these skills and these instincts of playing tennis you have to start training very young and you have to get coaches and access to not just the concrete courts at your local 
park, but you have to go to like a club, and a coach has to tell you exact way how to hold the racket and toss the ball, and you know, it's these things that are it's are kind of expensive, and the movie implies that they are racist in nature to keep out blacks, and I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's true or accurate, but that's kind of where the the angle the movie uses to 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 talk about this tennis, and tennis is a you know, an avatar or a representation of society in general. And so the Will, the Will Smith's character, King Richard, is trying to take his Williams family into, into polite society, and he's trying to overcome all these barriers. And so and that's what they're doing with the tennis kind of angle. And he, and, he, and he is successful, right? Venus Williams, Serena Williams are very famous tennis players, made a lot of money, and it's in part because of King Richard, his work ethic and his, you know, kind of insane commitment to their success and his actions sometimes in the film don't make sense and are like, I don't know what you're doing, but then he is vindicated when things go his way or go in a way that maybe the other characters couldn't see coming. He's not a perfect character. He makes a lot of mistakes. He's kind of short with his wife and is a little bit selfish, but does experience some growth in the film and I think I think is uh, someone who's worthy of admiration and worthy of a film to talk about the things they did in their life. And the movie, I don't think sets out to do this, but the family is, is an incredibly important part of the film and I think worthy of a little bit more exploration here. They have a big family, a lot of daughters, and they're focusing on two of them, right, because they tend to end up being the most famous, Venus and Serena. But they are a big family, and he works nights at this at this uh, grocery store. I think he's a security guard or something, and you know he's struggling, and he's working really hard to make ends meet, and they don't have the money to pay for the coaches or the training that they need, and so he keeps asking all these famous coaches to train his daughters for free, takes them to the court every day, and practices, and tries to work on different techniques, and you know they work really hard. And they make it happen and they rely on each other to stay committed. You know, sometimes in in one in one scene, Venus gets the gets the award or gets the ability to co- to train with this special coach. Serena doesn't, and she's pretty dejected. But then her mom, who is not as much a part of the training as the dad was, she is willing to then step in and help Serena with her training while Venus is off with the with the coach. And so as things move around, different family members are used and help and support each other in different ways. The relationship between King Richard and his wife is super interesting. And she doesn't feel appreciated by him. She feels like it's all about him and he's using the daughters, their da- their very talented daughters to get this personal success for himself and it kind of seems like he is because he's always appearing on these shows and ESPN and there's a lot of people who are interviewing him because of his unique strategy to their training. Serena and Venus don't play on the pro tour. They don't go pro even though other players through their age are because King Richard is afraid of the bad influences of the people on the tour and doesn't want his daughters to get burnt out. He wants them to succeed in school and be the best versions of themselves and he doesn't see the pro tour as... An avenue for that and the other the coach is like that's how you do it that's how you get good is you 
is you go on the pro tour and he's like, I don't, I don't think they're going to. And so it's, it's very, this, this struggle where King Richard has, he has this goal for success. And there's a lot of people who are telling him this is how you succeed. But he says, no, I'm going to keep it here. I'm going to stick with the family. I'm going to stick with my way of doing things. And if you don't like it, we'll find someone else. But this is how it's going to be. I know I have these, this, these daughters with these gifts and I'm going to keep them safe. I think that's very admirable. And I think a lot of movies like to skip that part of the family dynamic that sometimes as a leader of a family like King Richard is, you have to make really tough decisions and they might make nobody in your family happy. You might want desperately for your daughters to be successful and this actually the pro tour might actually be the best thing for them to get that success. But you also know there are a lot of dangers and they could stumble onto things that they don't, that they don't want to be involved with and but they might be forced to because it is the nature of the tour they kind of juxtapose this other young tennis player who's going up at the same time the Williams sisters are and she gets burnt out and uses drugs in a hotel but the Williams sisters don't because they are not on the pro tour and so I'm really happy to see that representation I think it could be something that a lot of other movies would be able to capitalize on and I hope that they do I also really enjoyed the uh, sister dynamic and the younger and older siblings working together to kind of get through the stresses and the competitions. And there's something to be said about, you know, you're working hard at something and you have to put it to the test, right? So when you go to a tennis match, it's very easy to see success or failure. 50% of every tennis players, uh, 50% of all tennis players lose every day. Because there's a winner and there's a loser, and you and you will be one of those. And so, especially in that sport, you need support from those around you. And sometimes it goes too far. Being too hard on yourself is not healthy either. And so it's something. It's a balance you have to think about. And it's kind of a funny scene. King Richard sits down his family and watches Cinderella, and he, the whole message is he wants them to be humble, like Cinderella. And it's a it's a kids movie, but. Uh, he uses it to just, you know, show a message that he thinks is important and they don't initially they don't get it. And so he threatens to make them watch the entire movie again. And his, and, and it's, it's kind of a funny, it's kind of a funny scene because you just realize how committed he is to them learning this message and passing on these ideas to these, to his daughters who he knows are going to be confronted with opportunities where being cocky and being full of yourself is going to get you in trouble. He wants desperately for them to get these lessons because he knows it's only a matter of time before they will be confronted with those type of distractions or opportunities to really get themselves in a lot of trouble. And so he's trying to kind of shepherd them along in that process and make sure they're growing in all ways, not just in their sports, not just in their athletics, but also morally and socially as a person. I think that also contributes a lot to their success. The movie does a great job of showcasing that. So those are kind of my thoughts on King Richard. I actually did like the movie. I think you should go watch it. It's not like some of those other very heavily awarded movies. I think it's actually a good film. I don't know if Will Smith's the best actor of our generation or this year, all these things that he's given, but uh, I think it was good. And I hope you enjoyed my kind of take on the slap and this movie. And I want to thank you again for joining us every week. This is Screening for Meaning on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. <laughs>